Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. Now Tatum trying to get space. Tatum all the way in. Tatum blocked at the rim by Bam. What a block by Bam at a bio as Tate went in to slam it down and Bam said, not a chance here in Orlando. The Denver Nuggets for the fourth time in franchise history in the Western Conference Finals. 104 to 89 is the final. Nuggets Nation, let's go! Nuggets Nation! Let's go! (laughs) Is everybody a nation? (laughs) Everybody's a nation now. Who's a national fan base? The Nuggets probably did have a lot of people pulling for them. People love Cinderella, PK. They pull themselves up off the deck from a 3-1 deficit. And they've been the two-seed and the three-seed in consecutive years. I'm not sure they're that big a Cinderella. But when you're consistently down 3-1, you're certainly the underdog. And they pulled it off. And the Clippers... What happened? No pushback. Zip. Zero. Nothing. He's got rolled there in the fourth quarter. Well, this whole second half. Well, I will say when you ask, are we just a bunch of nations, we haven't been one nation under God for a long time. So I will add that, and then I will move on to basketball. Uh, yeah, that was a complete and total choke by the Clippers. I mean, uh, George and Leonard. This is nothing. Literally nothing. Zero in the fourth quarter. And Jokic. I'm glad people have finally come around. You know, Van Gundy said it. He's the best passing big man of all time. It it, it took a while for people to finally understand that I speak truth. (laughs) Jokic was uh, passing it last night. 13 more assists. They did a good job of showing how they doubled Jamal Murray on the pick and roll and got it to Jokic, and then it's four on three, and he was just... Always making the right decision, and his guys made a bunch of shots around him, and the Nuggets just pulled away, and it just couldn't have been easier and less pressure down the stretch as the Nuggets went on a run. Even when Jokic sat down, they doubled their lead. I think nothing the Clippers could do was right. Because they choked. Yeah, that was a that was that was a big time choke. Ranks right there with any of the great chokes that I've seen. Kawhi Leonard six for twenty two. Paul George four of sixteen. Lou Williams off the bench three of eleven. Nothing, uh, box nothing, scores. and nothing. All right, well, that question is up. Where that, that was a massive collapse, massive choke. What compares? What do you remember? What have you seen that ranks right up there with that? We will get to that coming up. The other game, the Heat and the Celtics, a uh, big block at the end. We heard about that, but the Celtics, what were they doing the final few minutes? Everybody standing around, isolation oh, game, dribble the clock down. Little guys attacking athletic big guys who are hard to shoot over and around and get past. It just made no sense. It's two things that I took from that game. Jimmy Butler, one of the five best players in the league. Right now, I take him over Kawhi Leonard. He is a bad, bad man. I've been saying it for weeks. He's really good in the clutch. He wants it. Others say they want it. No one will say, oh, no, I don't want it. Everyone will say, yeah, I want it. But they don't believe, and they're not sure He's sure. He's stunned when it doesn't go in. 
He's really good. And Jason Tatum thinks he's, well, I'm the best player, so I'm obligated to take the shot. No matter what the defense is, no matter what the degree of difficulty is on the shot, I'm supposed to take the shot because I'm the best guy. Well, that's not the way it works. So His shot selection down the stretch there was just awful. I don't care if you're the best guy. If you're not open, you do not just dribble around and find ways to put up a contested shot. It was just awful, absolutely awful offense by the, by, uh, the Celtics and in particular Tatum. Tatum had three, had the ball three times with plenty of time on the clock in the last three minutes. He didn't get a, he took low percentage shots every time. They were all contested. They were all pretty deep. Um, at least the last one was a three for sure. Uh, but it was just, uh, it, was, it was everything Miami wanted. Yeah, you just stand there, stand still, and then take a long contested shot. Yeah. And you keep waiting for the coach to, like, snap them out of it. Have they got any set play they can run to get a shot? Have they got anything? I mean, Brad Stevens supposed to be all that, and he just stood over there and watched them and let them go. I mean, there were timeouts down the stretch by both teams. There were plenty of chances to run something, to get something easier, but they just kept taking difficult contested shots. Well, Rick Carlisle was watching that game, and at the end, he was pulling his hair out. Uh-huh. That you did there. Nice. Uh, Rockets owner Tillman Fertitta said uh, that Daryl Morey will lead the franchise's coaching search. So any speculation about Morey losing his job, that's out. He said Daryl Morey's job is safe, and I'm sure he's going to pick the right head coach. So, Degman face value. There you go. Now, who will the coach be? Who cares? That's my answer. They're not going to win the title, so who cares who the head coach will be? DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. He ended up in a good place and, and, and really just kind of watching him and watch the way he played, he was having fun. And, and, and that's probably the biggest thing that he probably hadn't had in the last two years because of the injuries is he hadn't had any fun. So, you know, I'll tell you what, he's, I, th- I just think he's going to get better and better and stronger and stronger. That's Ron Rivera talking about Cam Newton saying he ended up in a good place with the Patriots. Upside. Patriots got the win in the uh, on the first week, so where do they go from here? Cam Newton gets better, and they win a bunch more. I'll tell you what. Figure that Ron Rivera's got a personal relationship with Cam, so of course he's going to say something positive. We should take it with a grain of salt. Uh, I don't take it either way, and it's all about production out on the field. We'll see it every Sunday, so whatever LeBron Rivera thinks, who's the coach of Washington now, which I think Washington, you know, the west side of the Washington football team, I think they should go to the Pigskins. Because then they could still be the Skins. The Washington's Pigskins. That's their new nickname. Also you heard it here. Moniker too. You, yeah, you heard it here first. There Just it like is. I told you, I told you weeks ago, Jokic was the best passing center in the big in, ever. Since Bill Walton, which is essentially ever. And then I told you Jimmy Butler top five and sure enough he is now i'm telling you the washington pigskins and they can still go by the skins and then nobody can complain all right we'll get on uh get on the radio show back in dc get on pti the i-95 show sell it pk bigger platform i don't sell truth i just present it oh there it is 49ers sign uh, Mohamed Sanu, veteran wide receiver, to a one-year deal in an effort to uh, 
bolster their beat-up receiving core. He was was released by the New England Patriots in training camp. Bill Belichick had traded a second-round pick to the Atlanta Falcons for him last year, so somehow Mohamed Sanu crossed him. That was the end of that. And the Saints reportedly do not expect Michael Thomas to play next Monday. He suffered... Guess what kind of ankle sprain, PK? Centrally located one? Nope. Not a lower ankle sprain, not a centrally located one. It was <laughs> a high ankle sprain. In the win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Sunday, Saints and the Raiders in the new stadium in Vegas, Allegiant Stadium on Monday Night Football. Yeah, that should be cool to see that stadium. Now there won't be fans, right? I don't think they're going to have any. No, no uh, fans so, this year. They're in Vegas. Yeah, that stinks, obviously. But, you know, you know, like like the uh, SoFi, it'll be fun to get a look at this. I literally watched it go up over the over the, over the last couple of years. Been to Vegas many, many times, as many of us have. And it's right there on the freeway there. Yeah, you can't miss it. Right, you can't. So uh, it'll be fun to see. And at some point, I would think I will be in that stadium probably as a fan or as a, uh, a media member. I was supposed to be in it. I was going to be in it this week. Uh, no, last week I was going to be in it. Last week I was going to be in it. Yeah, I had planned to go down and I was going to go see ASU and Vegas, UNLV, because BYU was supposed to play ASU this week. So I had to be in Vegas. I had to cancel that trip, but I planned to be there and was going to go to the game and, and then afterward get some com- post-game comments about their next opponent when you're allowed to do that, which would have been the Cougars this week. And I'd already purchased my plane tickets. Yak, Yak tipped me off like in February, eighty-one dollar round trip. I had to cancel mine as well. Yeah, but obviously they're not having that thing there. And speaking of football, I got one thing to say to you, DJ, and you too, Yak. If you don't have lo- like this country, get the hell out. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, thanks. <laughs> I'm channeling my inner Mike Ditka. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Not all of our players, but most of our players have caught it. So I think that hopefully they don't catch it again, and hopefully they're not for games, you know. Yeah, hopefully that once you catch it, you don't get it again. Now, I'm not a doctor, you know what I'm saying? I think they got that 90-day window, so most of the players that have caught it, uh, we feel that they're going to be eligible for games. Well, some of the guys who caught it, caught it like a couple months ago going to the... Uh going to the club. So their 90-day window is going to be uh, coming up here before the season is over. It's like LSU is just going for herd immunity on the football team. Everybody get it now. And you'll be able to play. A little surprised Ed Orgeron talked about it. 10 of the 14 uh, 10 of the 14 teams in the SEC aren't, aren't reporting much of anything. ESPN tried to do a thing where they sent out uh, questionnaires to every college football team. And uh, the SEC, uh, for the most part, wasn't telling them anything. But Ed Orgeron says there it is. Most of his teams had it. Well, he didn't name names, and it was a while ago. And I, I, I think that's the truth. Several of people, you had it over the summer. I mean, I had neighbors telling me left and right, this player's got it, that player's got it. Okay, great. Yeah, ready to go. Arkansas State has postponed their game against Central Arkansas for this Saturday due to player availability issues within one position group. They sent out a news release. The reason was not the total volume of players unavailable, but rather the inability to field a safe number of players among the most depleted position group 
It required the game to be rescheduled. So, Man, ASU's getting a lot of runs so far this year. They really are. <laughs> and so Central Arkansas, for that matter. They've gotten to, they got to play on TV early in the season. Now they're going to first game of the year. Yeah. yeah. And now there's a report in the Milwaukee Journal, Sentinel Journal, the Milwaukee Sentinel Journal, confirmed by ESPN that the Big Ten is about to announce a return to football in October. You love your ESPN. Well, yeah. yeah, I'm looking at it right here. Yahoo Sports. On Wednesday morning, the waiting finally ended. Sources confirmed to Yahoo Sports that the Big Ten will return to play football in 2020. The league is expected to start the season on October 24th, which is scheduled to allow for both conference title game and potential spot in the college football playoff. So is that like they'll play seven games then and then a conference I think game? Eight. Eight? They'll get an eight, huh? I think uh, what, well, reading is uh, oh, you're right. games um, in nine weeks. Okay. All right. Well, I'm there it is. Right. I'm not right. This is what the story says here. Squeeze them in. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Anthony K deals 1-1 and swung on and ripped to left field. That ball is gone. The Sanchino. He hits a three-run home run to left field, and the Yankees now take a 15-3 lead. Luke Voigt, and he rips one to left field, and that ball is gone over the left field wall. Cool hand Luke. He now has two homers and a single, and the Yankees have a 17-3 lead. And the Yankees go on to win 20-6. They go deep six times in that game. They've won six straight. Swept the four-game series from the Orioles, and they've uh, taken a game from the Blue Jays on each end of that. They are back to second place. They're six games over 500. It looks like they are now safely headed to the postseason, PK, but that was a big-time power outage and a big-time swoon by them. Will they be able to keep this going in the postseason, or this is just setting them up for just lowering expectations and setting them up for future disappointment? That's the question everybody answers when the postseason starts. Just ask the Clippers. 27-21 and 21 now. They're four games back of the Tampa Bay Rays in the division. Cubbies winning at a bizarre walk-off. The walk-off hit-by-pitch. And actually, they had back-to-back hit-by-pitches. You don't see that very often. That's a strange one as they beat Cleveland 6-5. to five. Lean in and take one for the team. Were you good at doing that? Lean in, take one. Uh, yeah, I don't know that that was done in my day. And I had enough problem worrying about trying to hit the thing rather than trying <laughs> to lean into it. Uh, Cubs are rolling right now, and so are the White Sox. They have won six straight, just like the Yankees. They got a six-game winning streak now, and they lead the American League Central by three games over Minnesota. They beat the Twins. Six to two. Another blood in addition to the Yankees, 20 to six. The Brewers taking out the Cardinals, 18 to three. Christian Yelich homering in that one as uh, Milwaukee absolutely uh, running away with that thing. Milwaukee's still under 500, though. Stuff to scrap to get back in the playoff picture. And the Dodgers push their lead back to two and a half games in the National League West with a 3-1 win over the Padres. 
That is what is trending. And it is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. It's Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up this morning, David Nixon's going to join us. BYU TV football analyst, former Cougar linebacker. He's going to join us at 8 o'clock. Bob Casper, Real Golf Radio, has a U.S. Open preview for us at 8.30. And coming up next, the Clippers. It went horribly, horribly wrong. Total collapse. When have you seen someone fall apart like that? Biggest chokes in sports history you can remember. We will get to that. Coming up, stay with us, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.